guys ready? Yep. Welcome back to Two Homers and a Realist. This is a disappointing pond fall in the Alamo Bowl. The Sooners lose 38-24. Very disappointing game. I was there. I'm Steve. I'm Connor. Oh, man, we're, we're all off the We're as discombobulated as that offense was. Yep. I'm, uh, I'm Connor. And that's Lucas over there. Yep, it was a very discombobulated offense. So let's get into it and talk about it. Very disappointing way to end 2023. Um, not at all what we wanted to see or thought we'd have to see today. Um, I, I guess the the number one thing beyond anything is the turnovers. Even with the problems with offensive line and the occasional breakdown in defense, although the defense played overall really well, we'll talk about that. I think that if you turn the ball over six times and in critical fashion, in critical positions, one time when you're in a position to score, actually twice when you're in a position to score, one of them that leads directly to an opposing score with the defense scoring on you, you're just not likely to win the football game, no matter what else happens. Yeah, that's probably one uh, one stat that Mike Houck is not going to tweet out is <clears throat> the last time OU had six turnovers in a game. So It's got to be going back pretty far. I don't know if it ever happened in the Stoops era. It probably... Possibly happened in the Blake era. You almost have to go back to the old wishbone days when, when we were just fumbling all the crazy time. fumble yeah. uh, amounts and, and many times overcoming them. Uh, before we go any further, let's thank our um, post game sponsor, Tobacco Exchange. They've been our, our post game sponsor all season. Really thankful for them. We aren't having an opportunity to enjoy a cigar right now, but we do have, what was it? Some Hemingway? Some Hemingway uh, classics. And yeah. so uh, thank looking you to them. Having those. Very much looking forward to those. Just as well, we're not able to have those right now because this is not, it's pretty late at night and um, that not is celebrating. A, that's a celebratory cigar and this is not a celebration, but thank you to Tobacco Exchange. Great um, selection, three great locations throughout the metro area, more Oklahoma City, Edmond. Go check them out and tell them that we sent you. So, in addition to the turnovers, and we can get into the, the turnovers themselves, I think to me, the number two thing that has to be talked about was what we feared, and that was the offensive line was going to just be a complete shamble. And at times they were good, at times they were very, very bad. I, I, I guess you could say this is a bit of the Caden Green um, problem. You know, when you've got a guy like that, a key component who's absent because he's leaving the program, that was that that's somebody you can can point some fingers to and blame but overall it was just really really bad Connor you mentioned that there's a lack of development and you really expect to have a little more development out of your second string players clearly wasn't there with these guys well especially with a team like Arizona right I mean we're not going up against the the Alabamas of the world or or the SEC um, opponents that we're going to be facing next season and you know Arizona rolled out a lot of a lot of veteran guys tonight, a lot of seniors. But at the same time, I still expect some sort of uh, performance. And there were times where we where we, I really felt like going into that third quarter when we jumped out and scored pretty quickly. Um, similar thing that we've had all year, where we we have chances to put a game away, and we just it's almost like we just choose not to, um, whether it's some boneheaded play or or a turnover in this instance and. Uh, it's just, it's exhausting. And I think that 
at times our line looked good, especially in some of those those situations where Arnold's making those competitive throws. But man, that fourth quarter they just they crumbled. I mean, they they fell apart. It looked like Everett got hurt in the third quarter or so, and I'm going to blame Andrew Rain for that for being selfish and not coming to play in this bowl game. Uh, Kane Green transferred. That's you know whatever there, but but to sit out as a as a center who's probably I mean is he a draft pick? Period. Yeah, I don't. I know. mean, at best, he's a what fourth, fifth rounder. Right. You're not going to decrease your stock by playing this game. You you could improve it maybe a little bit if you had a really good game, but so I, ever looked decent for most of the game, but he got injured in the third quarter, and the offensive line as a whole completely ran out of gas in the fourth quarter. Yeah, um, Jackson was doing his best to stay in the pocket. He wasn't trying to to do a bunch of rollout, and when he did roll out, there was really not anybody open downfield. Our receivers didn't get a lot of separation in the second half of the game. Huh. Um, Outside of the Brandon Thompson one to start the third or start the third quarter, and then he got injured when they called it. A, was it a fumble? And they, they fumble called it a fumble, fumble, but it wasn't. He was down, and he he didn't come back in the game after that. I don't think. Uh, so the receivers it just seemed like, and even Drake today, I mean, he had a drop in the very first series, but um, he had a couple good catches over the middle, but still didn't seem like he was getting as open as normal. Uh, I don't know if that was just uh, uh, Arizona's defense on that or or what was going on. But um, when Jackson had time and receivers were open, he made great throws. But I mean, you just can't you can't catch the ball and fumble it. And uh, he he did telegraph two of those interceptions were bad. Um, but did did they rule that? Farouk won an interception. Fumble. fumble. I did rule a fumble. fumble. So, so, we had two, so we had two fumbles. Yeah, Farouk had two, two fumbles. fumbles. Okay. Critical fumbles. I thought they might call that an interception because he threw it. He he threw it to Farouk and he caught it and made maybe one or two steps and then got hit and the ball popped up. Then the guy caught it in the air. So I wasn't sure how they would how they would do that. Yeah, but yeah, but Farouk, you got to hold on the damn. He's got to hold on the ball. You got to hold on the ball. Yeah, I mean he he fumbled the uh, kickoff of this Tulsa game after like a seventy yard run back. He had um, another fumble. The critical Kansas fumble. Yep, the critical Kansas fumble. Um, I think he muffed a kick uh, or fumbled a kickoff in that. Or uh, he had two fumbles. I mean, he had two I'd, big plays in that one as well. Yeah, he was I don't get it. Over. It seems like he just didn't. The second half of his season just was not very. Well, and a guy like that, like that's a guy that for Jackson Arnold, you need to be able to lean on a guy like that to say, hey, if I'm going to give you a, I know I'm not going to make the best throws, but if I'm going to make a throw and, it's, and you can catch it and it's there. You need to not only catch the ball, but you need to take care of it as well. Well, one of them was a great throw with, you know, in his Where great yards after catch. catch. Yeah. And he just can't put the ball away. So we have two. I on mean, the 10 yard line. Yeah. One on the two yard, 10 yard line, one on the five yard line. I mean, it, or roughly. And so just two critical, critical times to turn the ball over when you're in scoring position. I mean, any, any turnover can be critical, but it's really critical when you are in great scoring position deep into the red zone. That was six, very frustrating. Six turnovers, it's going to be hard to win a game. It's going to be exceptionally hard <laughs> to win a game against anybody. And we were yet in this game until right at the end. Um, when I, you know, we talked about in the uh, midweek pod, turnovers being a, a thing to fear. And th- those fears were realized really in, in, in groves, droves. Um, we had early struggles and, and bad decisions, bad decisions, I think, on defense as well as uh, Jackson Arnold and, and offensively, maybe some play calling, 
seem to overcome those. Uh, and we really figured out our scheme, what we wanted to do, and we're, we're having a lot of success in the second quarter, came out strong in the third quarter, and then just let that slip away. Just like you said, Connor, couldn't find a way to put an opponent away. Um, yet again, you just can't put an opponent away. Kind of the tale of our season for for every game that we lost and, and some of the games that were closer than they needed to be. Salchuk in, uh, finished with 8.9 yards of carry <clears throat> on 17 carries, and I thought he looked really good except for war. It seemed like he tweaked something maybe in the late third, early Yeah, quarter. we both saw that. He, he, and, looked, he came up he was gimpy. He came up a little gimpy, and then he wasn't finishing his runs like he normally does. Mm-hmm. Um, he would he was jet off on some of those where it was open on the end, and he would take off and get you know five yards past line of scrimmage. But then it seemed to slow down when, and but he was still gaining like fifteen yards on some of those. But the last ten yards of the run, he was definitely slower looking, and I well, I think he tweaked something. But to not, to, I'm not happy with the play calling in this game at all. It, I don't care. We had 500 whatever yards. Um, what did we end up with? 530 something. I don't know. Um, Seriously? 560. I had it here until my app messed up. 562. But it sure didn't feel like it. Uh-huh. Uh, well, no, you you should score more than the 24 points that we did. Yeah, we had 201 rushing yards and 361 passing yards. East. Um, didn't rush the ball. We, we just didn't run the ball enough, uh-huh. and especially early. It, the very first series, I mean, we went. Did we go three, three and out? Straight, three straight throws. Three, three, three throws. Out. Three and out. I have oh, realized uh, interception. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're you're trying to get Jackson Arnold into a rhythm. You wanted to do short passes to get his confidence up and all that. But I mean, I thought Seth Latrell was going to come in here and run the ball a little bit and. Well, even some of those, really even some of those passes you're hoping that Arnold gets a rhythm on early in the game were not. They're not easy passes. They weren't. Really I mean, they're, they were. They're him rolling out line. too. They're him rolling out on the run, and his receiver having to run parallel with him. It's those are tough. It wasn't the. It wasn't the third. The third drive when we see Nick Anderson running a seven yard comeback yeah. out where he's just sitting down on the ball and Jackson's throwing it directly to his chest. It wasn't anything like that. Even so. though you're throwing some of those, you're throwing from the left hash to the right sideline, mm-hmm. and yeah. that that's a long way across the field. I yeah. mean. So, Even though it's only a seven-yard comeback, it, it's really a 35-yard throw because of the distance between the hash to the sideline. Yeah, schematically, it seemed like they weren't figuring out a way. I don't know. They must have saw something, and it didn't work out about how they wanted to roll him out and get what you would assume would be easy looks, little nickel-dime stuff, and it wasn't there. I thought overall with Jackson— he had, at times, really great pocket presence. In fact, sometimes just a command of the pocket, stepped up and around pressure really well. At other times, he took too long to make a decision, and, and that is in co- conjunction with bad decisions that he made at certain points. So um, a very you know freshman, true freshman-like performance, to tell you the truth. What do you expect out of a guy? He showed tremendous poise at times and a lot of arm talent, other times he looked like he was in a, a tunnel for sure. So um, it kind of back to our poll question and how we feel about it. I don't know. I, you know, I don't really feel that different about a bad performance tonight other than he looked more like a freshman than I expected or hoped he would. But he was, to your concern, Lucas, on the run a lot. He, had, he did not have the, pre, the 
protection that you would need to have to really have a fair hearing. So um, at times he was very good, and that really just lived up to my expectations. So it's kind of a, a muted performance for me. It's neither uh, changing my expectations negatively or positively. It's just really a little bit of both of what I would come to expect could have been the case. Definitely hoped it wasn't going to be the bad portions of that, but it was. Yeah, and you said it really well. I think he just looked more he looked more like a freshman than I wanted him to, and that that's probably not fair. And you, we could probably say that across the fan base is I think a lot of people thought that. Um, then, you know, maybe it's not fair to some of my, some of my testaments early on in the season as well. Um, I mean, there, there were times where the game just looked like it was moving a little bit faster than what he could handle, and especially late in that game, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, on the, other, on the other side of that, give him a lot of credit for what he did at BYU because, you know, that's a very high-pressure situation in a, in a conference game. And with a lot in, still at stake. Yeah, with a lot still at stake, and he comes in and, and delivers on that. So um, I think if there's anything to lean back on, it's something like that, where while he did look like a freshman at times today, there were some very, very quality passes. Um, the decisions at a couple of really good RPOs. Yep. Um, a couple times where he is is threading a needle in the right way to get, get the ball to a guy. Um, the deep ball was really, really good. Not perfect, but really, really good to Thompson. Um, the the one interception that was stolen to Stoops. Stoops, he double-clutched it. Yeah, yeah, that was really good. Yeah. Cool. He got that out earlier and about yeah, it's, it, the, yeah. the safety wouldn't be able to get over in time. Yeah, yeah. and so it's it, he's he's really behind the eight ball at that point in the game, and, and that's really when the offensive line started to break down as well. So... Um, just not a fair hearing for the Sooners overall and not for Jackson Arnold, for sure. Um, I did see in the post-game press conference, he essentially said that Latrell and Finley called good games and it was all on him. It was his mistakes that, that cost the game. So, yeah. I mean, he's, he's, a man he's taking the blame, falling on the sword. Mm-hmm. That's good. And Latrell said the same thing on his part. Latrell, yeah. Which is, yeah. I mean, I don't know how much stock we can take from this. I mean, I, and again, I'm not trying to pull positive out of this because – it sucks, like what we just left. But we need to beat Arizona regardless of who we're running out there at quarterback. I mean, that's just the fact of the matter. Um, but, again, I don't know how much we can we can really say, you know, going into next season. And, and I do agree with you, Lucas. I think Latrell, from an overall, regardless of the offense he was running, there were some play calls that he missed on. Um, but... I don't know. It's just that no, I, I don't want to put a lot of stock. I know it's crazy can't. that we had 562 yards and it just doesn't feel like I mean, it's wearing a game. But in that, but that's but, that's been I the mean, case for the last two seasons. Yeah, right. Like very productive days statistically, without the result to prove, yeah. without the result to show for it. Yeah, and for all intents and purposes, you're looking at 14 points that are taken off the board by those two turnovers, so the the both Farouk turnovers. Yeah, so. Yeah, I don't think you can put a lot of stock in any of this. You just can't because it's such a weird bowl game in the realm of a weird thing, which is bowl games today. And and that's always been the case to one degree or another. I think what you take away from it is you got 15 extra practices, you got more experience with guys and got them a chance to get out there and showcase them. Um, you, a little bit of pluses and minuses, 
but at the end of the day, you just can't put too much stock in it for the same reason that you're not going to remember this game. We'll remember this game. But the general fan and the general narration won't remember this game because it doesn't matter. Yeah. And it's just a one extra thing that's happening in at the end of you trying to achieve what your ultimate goals are. Those goals failed when we lost to Kansas and Oklahoma State, and then when we failed to get to the Big 12 title, the, the that's when our goals failed and the season was over. Everything else after that, especially this, is just going through the motions of finishing it and building on it. It's consolation yeah. as well as hopefully you're building for the future out of it, but it's going to be a trivia question. Who did OU lose to in the in the bowl game in the, at the end of the 2023 season that right. would be tough for people to remember? Who aren't really big, true, you know, died in the wall OU fans like we are. Um, I, I, I think if we look at 2024, there's a lot of positives to take away from where we stand today. A lot of work to be done, no doubt about it. I'd like to see it, and we'll talk about it next week when we pod, where we are on the transfer portal on getting key players, especially at offensive line. Have we nailed down the guys that we're, uh, I guess we have we gotten the two commitments? I know offensive lineman, and is, is that that's basically a done deal. Yeah, two Michigan State guys. There was a third that we were trying to get, and but it's up saying he's staying at Michigan State. So, so can we go get somebody else there? Can we get you? Know, who? How do we finish this transfer class? And how does that position us for what we want to build on in 2024? Yep. And those will be the key takeaways there. You know, it. I, I hate to put a rose-colored glasses spin on it, but you have the potential to do this constructively either way. If you win a game and you're really, really good, I meant you're really, really good. It also could mean, hey, here's how good we are and we can take it to the next level. None of that has to happen. You could just rest on your laurels and get bad. If you barely win a game, you could say, well, we are going to learn a loss by uh, learn a lot from a game that we barely won. We could learn a lot from a loss here. And one of those things we could learn a lot from is you got you can get your ass beat. And you guys are not invincible, so you got to put a lot of work into this. You're not where you want to be yet. And so let's put the offseason work in to get to where you want to be so that you don't put a product on the field that's this honestly kind of embarrassing at times. Um, let's get everything working in the same direction so that it's as good as it was to, as it was tonight when it was good and even better and can be as great as it can be if everything's moving in the same direction. I think that's the, the general takeaway from it. It's a bitter thing. It's not fun, but it's just a bowl game at the end of the day, for sure. Yeah, I mean, that's – and it really – I mean, it, it stings right now, but to your point, I mean, this – as much as I wanted this to be a launch point into next season, I don't want this to be a, a barrier either. But it's just like one of those things. It's like – I want to get over that hump, like this stupid proverbial hump that we've been, you know, behind for even, I mean, you can go back to, you can go back to the Kyler to 2018. I mean, even with those quote unquote dominant teams, like not being able to put teams away, not being able to ever just sit and be comfortable in big games or, or conference games or however you want to put it. And not achieving all your goals. Yeah. And it's just, and, and 
you know, lately not really feeling like we're close to achieving a goal. Yeah. Um, that's the frustrating part. But like you said, I think the feeling that we have is tenfold in that locker room. Um, I feel for the guys like Drake and, and those guys mm-hmm. who are going out on a, on a night like tonight where, um, you know, they're, they're having to send themselves off in a not so great fashion, but, um, you know, it's hopefully just going to be a part of the growing pains that gets us to the level that we want to be at, because I do think we, we are a team that can get there. It's just, um, sometimes it feels like we are so far off center. Yeah, I agree. So one of the things that I wrote down and I wrote it down while we were winning, but it's still true is I think a tale of the game that was very successful was number 10. And that's Kip Lewis. Mm-hmm. So the other Kip side of the ball, um, he played great. He had an injury, goes out, gets his ankle taped up, and apparently that was an ankle injury, comes back in and just plays great. Um, key pressure on the quarterback. Very, very strong part of the defense. So yeah, I don't know where I don't know great bright. Spot. I don't know I don't know where Canick's gonna play next year. Yeah. We were running some interesting stuff. Like we were running three safeties a lot of the game. Yeah, Britt said that he saw that. He he thought we could run a three down lineman on the front and get some speed up there, but I didn't see any comments about the three safeties, which was very strange. And it was consistent. I mean, it was for like yeah. the last three quarters, like yeah, like the you entire had three time. safeties and a cheetah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and a cheetah. Exactly. That was yeah. It was weird. So and and yeah. the first quarter it wasn't working at all. I mean, we gave up thirteen points right off the bat, real quick, right? Holding them to a field goal in one case, but then. Um, well, in two cases, and then we did, again, hold them to field goals later. It was just a great performance. You're giving them the ball with those turnovers deep in your own territory, and not only did we hold them to field goals, we knocked them out of field goal range uh, at one point. Mm-hmm. Was that in the second quarter, I think? Yeah. So, yeah, a big sack. A big sack. So uh, defense, other than a couple breakdowns, played really yeah i mean it it was really good to see that defensive front as well you know whether it be the linebackers getting back there or um seeing some of those corner blitzes like there was pretty consistent pressure on the quarterback which we have been you know really really asking for the back half of the season because there for a while it was it was non-existent and there was some physicality up front so and then at the end of the day six turnovers there's only so much you can do as a defense before you're a little bit gassed yourself and you know you're giving up in, in very plus plus territory for Arizona and they're scoring so um great performance in my opinion by by the defense outside of those first couple of drives yeah I mean it really sucked that we had all of momentum when Kenai Walker intercepts that ball on about I don't know what was it the t- their 20 yeah. or so or 25 yeah. yep and then right after that's the next play on the 10 yard line mm-hmm. I mean Wait, our one turnover that could have that didn't result in points because we gave it right back to them, literally. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's brutal at that point. Yep, and it turns into. I mean, they they don't get points off that they punt, but we don't get points off the punt after that. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's a legitimate seven points that were kept yeah, off we, the board. Settled for a field goal. We had first and goal inside the five down in the yep. end zone that we were we were in. That's when and you feel like, and that's, and that's when ever it got hurt. That's whenever it was hurt. Yep. And that and that's that's I'll point to that drive specifically or that that sequence of plays that was really really poor offensive coordination in my opinion. You go you get down you get down to the five yard line you go tempo you hand the ball off to Sawchuck when our really doesn't even look like our guys are set. Everett's obviously not ready. 
snaps the ball, Sawcheck does some crazy spin move and gets a no gain. And then I think we run it two more times. Yeah, Jackson Arnold uh, the middle. Jackson Arnold, yeah. Well, so, that was after Everett was right. I mean, Everett was gimpy. Yeah, and we run it right and right into and his I, gap. I told Steve, I was like, yeah, the one guy that you you can't have blocked very well right. because he can barely move. You're running right. And you're running. You're running Jackson Arnold with right. no yeah. with yeah. no like fullback blocking or or even a running back or Stogner. Nobody's in there to help push that hole open, and Everett can barely do anything because he he couldn't move yeah so i mean yeah that's just made no sense and it's just missed opportunities I mean, that's hopefully it's a, about all year you know hopefully it's a learning opportunity for seth latrell but also hopefully we can say he did not have his offense what he wanted right. by any means we mentioned that on the on the midweek that he was not expecting to have his offense in in any um fashion for what he wants to do. And well, so I hope to God. Forward. I hope to God he did not. Yeah, and then he's Absolutely. still with the tempo too, especially the beginning of the game. Mm-hmm. I was kind of frustrated with how how they were moving the ball against us, and then we were just tempo, 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 not doing anything. Like, I mean, it felt like Lebby was up there for that first quarter. Yeah, it felt like we just especially. kept giving the ball back. I mean, it was crazy. That yeah. that first the first five minutes of that first quarter lasted like thirty five I mean, minutes. You have to get minutes. your freshman quarterback settled, and you. Even if that's what you've done all season with the fast stuff, it can't be that difficult. That's the to thing. Take a couple yeah. breaths yes. in between. It because cannot it be. It cannot be hard to it to back be. off of that. It can't be. It'd it's be hard crazy. to go the other way. It'd be right. hard to yeah. speed up. Yeah. Right. Implement tempo. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one thing that I was very pleased with was the officiating. I thought this SEC officiating crew did really well tonight. They got some calls right. They got together and met. Came back with a coherent and I thought correct explanation and uh you know a, a call on on several on several occasions they missed a few things yeah um they they missed they missed some of that it was a third and one and he throws the the bomb to like the 40 yard line or something like that and Lualu had had beat his first guy and this and they had a double team and the second guy just grabbed him and pulled him down so the quarterback could throw this 50 yard pass down the middle of the field and I did, did they end up scoring on that drive, or was that one where we? No, that's get, the one where we, we stifled them. Yeah, yeah, with the, the sacks yeah. a good amount of. But they should have been so. punting from, I think they're only like 15, fifteen or so. Yeah. Yep. And instead of getting all the way down the field, using a couple more minutes and yep. having to punt at the end. Oh, that's something else. Speaking I had of punting. Yeah, sorry. Uh, um, punter looked really good today. Punter did great. Good. Yeah, had, his had best punt of the year came yeah. when the, it was that zero happened. seconds on the free yeah. clock. Well, it did what we've been asking for, which was to just punt towards the sideline and get what you can get. Yeah. If you can get it, if it goes out the fifteen, that's better than the twenty. If it goes out the five, that's great. Yeah. Uh, that that was twenty times the corners. Yeah. Um, I don't know who what what changed there or what, but that that was inside. Really nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was intelligent. One thing that really 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 frustrated me was the terrible use of timeouts in the second half mm. burn two critical and timeouts I, at the end of the day like it we get beat by 14 uh i don't know how much it matters in the grand scheme but it could have it could have and i don't really just that looked like year one brent venables type of stuff where we're calling timeouts early in the third and then and those were on offense and defense mm-hmm. yep. so maybe on the offensive one they just that that speaks to being out of sorts because this is a makeshift offense that's been implemented over the past month. The offensive one there was it was second and ten and there was twenty one seconds left on the clock. Yeah. The play clock was going close to zero, so instead of taking the five yard 
in a way again we we call the time. And defense, and defense I looked at Steve and I said, I really hope we don't need that yep. late in the game. Yep. And at that point, we actually I was looking at the ESPN stat. Um, you know, there we were a ninety six point two percent to win at that point. <laughs> Those numbers are always right. so right. inflated and stupid. Right. Before the end of the third quarter, <laughs> when they end up getting them the. Now was it the third quarter? No, I think it, I think that it was like the next one of the next, the next plays. Play. Uh, yeah. The Jalil because was the yeah. Farouk. Yeah, it was the Farouk uh, fumble. Yeah, yeah, when they scored and, and then it was a two point conversion, there yep. was two seconds left to the end, at the end of the third quarter. So literally, that timeout might have might have changed the game yeah. in a negative way. Yeah, and then the other timeout was we were mismatched. Yeah, we had a bunch of mismatch. They had three receivers. To, to the right, and then we had two guys coming. We had Kip on that, one. That happened and, multiple times yeah. in the game where they yeah. just had one receiver running free because nobody they, – They weren't shit. Which with three safeties, you would think that the, someone stepped out. Was, someone would go over there. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe that was a, I don't know. a failure to get that developed um, completely in 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 time for this to be implemented in, in uh, an action. I know it's going to be a long road – Long, uh, it, it's going to be a long drive back tomorrow. We're going to have to do the, uh, uh, you know, uh, requisite extra mileage associated with any loss. You have to do, you know, make it a long trip home. But um, no, it'll be tough. We're we not the not the ending we wanted, uh, but overall a pretty good season. We'll recap it a little bit more in the coming week or so. But we do finish ten and three. That's that's a good record. That's a better record than. Most other teams are going to be able to claim, or ever are able to claim. So, um, we we are building for the future. We're just not there yet. We're definitely not to where we want to be. But I think we're on the right track, and I feel pretty good about it. I feel better about it, to be honest, than I would feel if, for some reason, Dylan Gabriel were coming back for his, uh, his super senior year, whatever you want to call it, and if Jeff Levy were still here. So I feel a lot better from that standpoint. I feel really good about where the defense is. Yep. Yep. Well, we're gonna we're gonna be back uh, with with more talk about the college football playoff and everything, and and where we are with portal transfers and uh, recruiting any new recruiting news that, that develops over the the next week or so. Um, and go over how bad our locks of the week were. We're gonna go over <laughs> our our locks of the week and 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 how those have ended up, and we'll have more more analysis as we get into the off season and we start our own personal weight training to get get up for. Uh, for spring drills, but until then, Bill, sooner. sooner.